So I've danced around a little bit or touched on just lately plant food, just how to use it, when to use it. Let me just, let me simplify this and see if I can't make it real easy for you. Um, in the mountains of Arizona, we have no real topsoil. We've got caliche, we've got clay, we've got granite, we've got rock piles, but topsoil, that's, you know, like the Midwest. So I've got a buddy of mine who owns a, a, a very large garden center up in Wisconsin. And he goes, yeah, eight foot of topsoil. That's what we got. That's what we deal with. Uh, and there, they hardly fertilize. The soil's got so much richness to it. Here, you've got millimeters of topsoil and your contractor probably took a backhoe and scraped off anything of value to, for your plants, for your worms, for your the health of the, 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 the forest or the, your gardens, they're gone. And some of you are, are literally gardening in dead soil. There's not one living thing in it. Yeah, you might be able to dig a hole in it, but there's nothing living in there. And so you wonder why things struggle and don't really perform. It's because you don't have mycorrhizal colonies, you don't have worms, you don't have organics, you don't have food for that plant to absorb and, and grow into. So you're going to, you'll need to supplement more often here in the mountains of Arizona, your, your nutrients, plants need food. They need food from the soil and they need it regularly over a consistent period of time. If you've not fertilized those plants and they haven't bloomed like they used to, if they're kind of off color compared to your neighbors, that's all a nutrient thing. You're thinking, oh, it's watering, it's something else, or they were so great, now they aren't. Well, it's, it's a food issue. So really, you need to use a organic, granulated, kind of spreadable uh, organic food four times a year. And it, organic, the beauty of organic foods. So we we make one here. I've got a recipe that has cottonseed meal, bird guano, some iron, some sulfur. It's like magic. It's, it's, it's all formulated. You don't have to mix yourself. It's all pre-mixed. You put it in a hand spreader and sling it around underneath around your plants. And as water touches those organic particles, beads, it breaks down over a very long period of time. And the plant can absorb virtually all of the food. Whereas a chemical like, let's say, Turf Builder, Scott's, whatever, there's all these petroleum-based chemical fertilizers. You spread those out and they release extremely quickly. It, most of it flushes through the root zone before the plant can even get to any of it. Oh, but it has, it has 16, 16, 16. The numbers are huge. Well, yeah, it needs to be because most of it's gone. You're going to need bigger numbers than that more often because the plants, it just releases too quickly. And let me tell you, worms, your plants will like chemicals, but nothing else does. The birds don't, your dogs don't, you, your, your tractor doesn't. It, it burns worms. It just gets rid of them. So it pushes things away, but you'll get real green growth on your plants right away. It's like heroin for, for plants. So it's not good for anything else. So organics are because they break down so slowly, methodically over like a three-year, three-month, excuse me, three-month period, whereas a chemical, most you usually get 30 days at most. It depends on the rain. If you get a good monsoon rain, it could be gone like after that event. And so organics are far better. And if you're on a well at all, if you're, if you're dealing with larger properties, Chino Valley, Paulden, Skull Valley, these outer areas of the county of Yavapai, you should not be using chemicals around your well. It's just not safe. That stuff can get into your drinking water. Organics are better. So you really want to use organic fertilizer, a granular one. 
because it slow, breaks down slowly over a long period of time. That's what plants like. If you're thinking holidays, you should fertilize on Halloween. Spring feeding. Just fertilize that plants are hungry. At, at the monsoon. So we say Independence Day. So that's, you know, what is that? It's right now. Fertilize just before the monsoon rains come and you can get a whole nother growth cycle out of your plants. That's that's number two. Number three, I think the most important feeding of the entire year is Halloween, a fall feeding sometime in October. So just fertilize the same stuff. Use the same thing every time at those times of year. So, so Easter, 4th of July, Halloween. And I think we need to fertilize at the new year, especially things that are spring blooming, lilacs, forsythia, evergreens, you know, pine trees, spruce, cedar, cypress, junipers. They only grow once in the spring and that's it. They use the food from the fall and the winter. They use that food to flush new growth in the spring. Anything that's dealing with, with edibles. So, so not edibles. You can't say the word edible anymore. It's, it's implied it's something else. It's an herbal thing, but, but fruit, fruit trees, Berry plants, grapes, things that you're harvesting the, the edible fruit off of, those things should be fertilized fall and, and winter. It will keep those evergreens nice and full and green. Otherwise, we get winter chlorosis. It's kind of a yellowing the foliage. And then for apples, pears, cherries, apricots, nectarines, all the spring blooming plants, trees, they, they use that food to set their flowers through winter, if you want lilacs that are beautiful, fragrant, you need to fertilize them before the flowering. If you haven't done that in a while, it will slowly, the flowers will become smaller and smaller till eventually they are, they just won't bloom. That's a nutrient thing. So fertilize with, I suggest 744 all-purpose plant food four times a year. You will have a noticeably nicer, prettier, more fragrant, prettier yard by doing that. Now, this, that's what I do myself. If things are stressed out, I mean, there's a couple supplements or caveats to that. Let me just go into that. So in the spring, that Easter timeframe, I put the all-purpose plant food and I put soil sulfur down because I know the garden's pH has crept up. And so I'm trying to lower. You want in, the, in northern Arizona, in Arizona in general, you want to make things more acidic. We need acidy, more, more acidy soils. It's this is the only part of the country where you need to focus on acidity. We want to force that pH down. Everywhere else in the country, they're putting the opposite of sulfur down. They're putting lime down, hydrated lime. So they're always trying to make things more alkaline. So that's the difference between we don't have anything in our soil. There's no organics. They do. So it gets, it's a pH issue. So in the spring, I put down all-purpose and sulfur. Right now, I just put down the all-purpose plant food. If you have something that looks stressed out, the leaves have been burned back. It just is really, you could tell it's struggling. I would do the all-purpose plant food plus, in addition, humic, H-U-M-I-C, it's humic acid. So it's, it's a supplement, but only if it's just brand new planted or it's really stressed out, we need to form new roots encourage deeper roots. Humac, that's what that does and causes deeper roots. The, the all-purpose gets the, the top growth to be healthy. The humic gets the bottom underneath the soil to be deeper, richer, thicker. You don't need that unless you've got stressed out plants. In the fall, just the all-purpose. Uh, and then the winter, just all-purpose. Now, for my things that are blooming a lot, so I've got uh, uh, autumn sage, 
salvia gregii, or and I've got the Russian sage. There's all kinds of things blooming, butterfly bush. There's things that are blooming, roses. In addition, right now, I'm kind of, I, I put the all-purpose down, and then this, this is just me. This is, this is what I do. It really makes a difference. Uh, I'll get a bag of super phosphate right now. It's 0.18.0. So zero nitrogen, all phosphorus, zero potash. That middle number, that's what forms flowers. If you want lots of flowers and big flowers, brings out the fragrance, give it phosphorus. And so I kind of go and I just chuck a handful. If you do, do an internet search on how to use phosphates, they make it so complicated. you got to work into the soil. It doesn't actually release unless you get it down towards the roots. I'm telling you, just chuck some on top of the ground, pray for rain. It's going to work. You'll have more flowers. So you walk down the street, you see our house, you kind of go, whoa, what's this guy doing? That's what I'm doing. I just spread some all-purpose plant food and gave just my blooming things some super phosphate, and it's like the magic duo. It kind of like, bump, bump. It just goes crazy. So if you do that for for your blooming plants, you'll you'll be wowed at the. I right, tune into this guy. I forget his name. He's had some radio program in Arizona. He said to use food and and some super phosphate, and it really worked. And it will in your house too. I don't care where you're tuned in from. It really does make a difference because phosphorus zero eighteen zero eighteen zero super phosphate is all phosphorus. That's what plants, I don't care where you're at, pick up to make flowers with. That's it for this segment. Be right back after this. <laughs> 